Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Kia ora and welcome to episode 88 of Business Your Way. Today on the podcast, it's all about a sales funnel. What is a sales funnel? What does this look like for a service-based business? And why the heck do you even need one? Well, in simple terms, a sales funnel is a system or a group of processes that takes somebody from stranger to client. And that's the whole purpose of a sales funnel. But if you are or were anything like I was, for many years I had never heard of this term. And when I did, I had no idea what was involved or why I even needed one. And this was because I had built my business on being the technician. I spent all day every day working with my clients, doing the work. I had spent very little time building my business past that point. I hadn't allocated any time in my business to even think about growing it or where my clients were going to come from beyond serving the clients that I currently had and dealing with the referrals that were coming in my door. And if this is your business, this is how you are currently operating, your business is thriving from repeat clients and uh, referrals, then it's highly likely that you're just going, why on earth do I need one? My business is very successful. Thank you very much. And I agree with you. You can run a highly successful business on that basis, on the basis that you are serving your current clients, they are repeat clients, and they are referring you new business. I did that for many years, and I know many other businesses who happily operate that way. But if you want to be intentional about your sales and about how you are growing your business, then a sales funnel will be your next logical step or your next system that you need to think about implementing into your business. Because a sales funnel is going to bring new people into your business in a systematic, repeatable way that will move them from being that stranger to being a lead into being a prospect and then finally through to becoming a client. 
And these are the steps that I want to walk you through today on the podcast. So let's break down the components of a sales funnel and how I think about them as a service-based business. Now, there are probably many other ways to think about this. Sales funnels, there are all kinds of sales funnels. Never two sales funnels look the same. If you lined up 10 businesses, 10 service-based businesses, and you asked them to show you their sales funnel, they are probably all really different. So I want to give you the components of a sales funnel and think about each of them as an engine. Each engine has got many cogs in the engine. It's got many ways that the engine could operate. And when you put all of these engines together, they create what we call your sales machine. So the first part of your sales machine well, your sales funnel, is getting people to know about your business. Think of this as getting eyeballs onto your business. This could be your referrals at this point in time. But if you wanted to be a bit more intentional about how you were getting new eyeballs onto your business, you could also look at paid advertising. You could increase your organic marketing efforts. You could be speaking on stages or you could be using other people's platforms in order to get in front of their audience. In this instance, you could think about podcasts. If I was a guest on somebody else's podcast, I would get exposure to all of the people that listened to that podcast, which means that they would get to know about me and therefore I'd get new eyes onto my business. And there are a few different ways that you can think about using other people's platforms to get exposure. So that's step one. That is the first engine in your sales funnel. And this is all about getting new eyeballs onto your business, getting strangers to just know about you. That's step one. So then that leads into the second engine in your sales funnel. So once that you've pulled them in and you've got their eyeballs on your business, you need to have a process to capture the lead. In other words, you need a mechanism to capture their email address so that you can continue to communicate with them and start nurturing that relationship so you can move them to the next phase. Now this lead engine or this lead phase in your sales engine, there are many different ways that you could capture the email address. You could have a free ebook. You could have a quiz. Uh, you could have a free worksheet or a, a free PDF guide or a free blueprint. There, it's usually a free something or it could even be a low-priced offer. So you could offer them, again, an ebook for a very nominal price. If your ebook is really juicy and it is worth some dollars and you want to have that exchange of money at that lead capture space, then you could have that in there as well. So there, what I'm saying is that there are many mechanisms that you can use 
to capture a lead and get people to enter into your database so that your email marketing machine can then start working in order to nurture the relationship with them. Then once you've got the lead, you want to progress them on to becoming a prospect. And becoming a prospect for me essentially means that you are getting them to book a sales call. And back on episode 87, I talked about the sales call, how to book a sales call using a sales call as a mechanism to get to know that person, they get to know you, and you can work out whether you're a good fit to work together. So at that prospect stage for a service-based business, I would highly recommend implementing a sales call at that point. If I was a, I don't know, a an app or a piece of software, my prospect phase might be inviting people to a free demo. So giving them a demo of the software might be another way to pull people in as a prospect. And that might be a mechanism in that prospecting phase of your sales funnel. But for service-based businesses, the most effective mechanism here is a sales call. Then after the sales call, they might not be ready for you. They might not be ready to work with you. So in which case, they'll drop back down into that nurture process. You will continue to nurture the relationship with them. So in a future date, they might step up to being a prospect again. And then once you have gone through that sales process with your prospect, then you move them from prospect into working with you and being a client. And this is the final step in your sales funnel. This is where you are sending them a proposal and you're inviting them to work with you. So as service-based businesses, the last two engines or the last two phases in your sales funnel are highly likely to be very similar to other service-based business owners. It's a sales call that leads to a proposal that then leads to them becoming your client. So again, a sales funnel is a systematic, repeatable process that moves people from being strangers into lead capture, into prospects, and finally through to becoming a client. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. Now, people can enter your sales funnel at different stages of being ready to work with you. So just because they're coming from a referral, you still need to have a systematic, repeatable process that every referral goes through so that you can both assess if you're a good fit to work together. And when you have that systematic, repeatable process, you'll get more clients and you'll make them happier because you won't be dealing with them in an ad hoc way 
or working with them just because they were a referral. The only way to really find out if that referral is a good fit for you, you can help them and working together makes sense, is by taking them through your sales funnel. So when you have a systematic, repeatable process in your business, you'll also free up your time and energy so you can focus on other areas. If you don't currently have a sales funnel or a sales process whereby those referrals go through the same repeatable, systematic process from that point of referral to becoming a client, That is going to take up a lot of your time and energy because it will be a manual process and you'll always be thinking, oh, what next? Oh, what do they need? Oh, I'll get them to book in my calendar. And then there's 10 emails back and forth to find a date and a time that works for everybody. And then you don't have a structure to your sales call. So you're all over the show. And then your proposal is personalized every time and your service is then personalized every time this just takes up so much time and energy and leaves you exhausted so whether you think you are ready for a sales funnel or not let's just change the way that you're thinking about it let's just change from thinking about a sales funnel as a system for you know, attracting more clients and growing your business through different ways. And let's think of a sales funnel as just a systematic, repeatable process for you to be able to bring those referrals into your business without taking up a lot of time or energy turning them into clients. And when you talk about or when you think about your sales funnel this way, then service-based businesses in particular really do need a sales funnel. And in my opinion, I think every service-based business needs to implement an appointment funnel into their business. Because the appointment funnel is the way that you drive all new leads, new eyeballs, you drive them into the same way of getting on a sales call with you, discovery call, whatever you want to call it. Once you've driven them onto the sales call, then you go through that process, you send them a proposal, and then they become a client and work with you. And all of these steps in this process are all systematized and are repeatable, no matter where that new eyeball has come from, where that new lead has come into your funnel. It does not matter. They end up by going through the same process. What I've found to be true is that when people find out about you, whether that's through a referral, someone talking about you, or they met you at a networking, the first thing people do is they go and they stalk you. They go and take a look at your social media channels, they go to your website, they get a feel for what you do, and if with all of their stalking, they get a sense that you can help them with what's going on in their business, then they're going to take that next step. So even though someone has referred them, they might not take that next step with you and become a lead. So you have to make sure that your appointment funnel is on your website. 
So on my website, because I know that when people hear about us, whether that is maybe some paid advertising or it is through one of the events that they've attended that we've delivered, through a referral from a client, through a conversation with somebody, I know that they're eventually going to end up on my website. So on my website, people can go into my sales funnel and there's a couple of ways that they can go into my sales funnel. One, they can just go book a call with me. So then they move from new eyeballs on my business to being a prospect and they jump that whole piece about becoming a lead before they become a prospect. So if you are able to get people to move through your sales funnel really fast, the ideal is that on your website, there is a link for them to book an appointment with you and jump directly to that prospecting phase. Now, if they decide that they aren't quite ready to take that bigger leap and get on a phone call with you, then on my website, I've got a couple of things where they can download a worksheet in exchange for their email address. And the worksheets that I've got available help them get their event to the point where they feel like they are ready to get on a planning session with me and talk seriously about their event. So when they find out about me, they might be in their early phases of thinking about an event, but they're not confident enough that their event is going to go ahead or that they have got all of the thinking around it in place. So they're not ready to get on a call and talk with an expert about their event yet. So I've got a couple of worksheets that helps them get clear on their thinking, get clear on what their event is about, uh, what that looks like, what it hopes to achieve, and then they're on my email list. And once they're on my email list, I can nurture them. In my event agency, we publish blogs as our long-form content, and then we repurpose those out to our social media channels. And so that's how we are nurturing everyone who comes into our business as a lead. And then once they've booked their planning session, which is an automated system, like I don't do that manually, it's a button on my website where they can go, they can have access to my calendar, they can find a day and a time that works for them and they can book in an appointment. I don't have to do anything. I can be doing 101 other things in my business. So you want to make sure that that part of your sales funnel is automated. The other part that we want to have a systematic approach to is how you conduct your sales calls. For me, I call it a planning session. And I conduct my planning sessions in the same way every time. And again, you can go back to episode 87 where I covered off the discovery call, the sales call process. And once we are on a call, we quickly establish whether that prospect is ready to move forward. I'm assessing them for their right fit to work with me and they're assessing whether I'm the right person to help them and whether they're ready to get to work. Because 90% of the time, I get off my sales calls and that client is ready to move forward because they've booked that planning call knowing that they're in a space ready to be moved forward. I get very little tie kickers on my planning sessions because those planning sessions for me are really clear that this is about working out 
whether we're a good fit to work together. And for the 10% who don't move forward to the next step, they usually opt out themselves. They quickly identify that they are not yet in a space to move forward with the services that we offer. So then from the sales call, I move forward and present them with a proposal. Again, my proposal is templated and systematized. So I'm not having to customize my proposals to every new person once I get off a call. My proposal is templated, which means that all I have to do is personalize the template according to how the sales call went down, and then I send them the proposal. Nine times out of 10, they'll sign off on the proposal and then we get to work together. So if you want to think about your business as one big machine and eventually, which may be many years off for you, you want that machine to be able to operate without you. Your sales funnel is one of the core engines that you need in your business. So it can take the new eyeballs, it can turn them into leads, then into a prospect and then eventually into a happy paying client. Well, my friend, I hope that this episode has opened your mind about a sales funnel in a service-based business, why you need one and why they're important. Even if all of your new leads and prospects and clients are coming from referrals, that does not mean that you don't need a sales funnel in your business. So if you are ready and you are looking to implement a sales funnel, especially an appointment funnel into your business, then I want to encourage you to book a call with me. If you're a done-for-you service provider who has some expertise and who has gotten results for the clients that you work with, I can help you package up that expertise and start building out your sales funnel system in a way that will make your business operate with a lot more ease. So if this is you, I would love to have a chat. I mean, especially if you are already making six figures a year in your business and now it's time to get these systems in place, then I encourage you to book a call. The link is in the show notes. It is sandrajulian.co forward slash book a call. I would love to be able to help you with implementing a repeatable sales process into your business, which will give you more ease and flow with how you manage your business and how you bring people on board, ensuring that they are the right fit and that you can help them overcome the challenge that they currently have. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.